You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. The smoke getting your eyes from your your wrought iron. My wood, my wood stove, my miserable ass wood stove. We'll talk about it. Welcome to Axe to Grind, the hardcore podcast. I'm Patrick. I'm Bob, and I'm Tom. And we're going to talk I some sponsors before we get to the shit. And I could hear Tom's throat. Tom, I hope sending my love down the well, thank all you. the way down. Uh, thank you to our sponsors, Run for Cover Records. Oh yeah, hell fucking yeah! Listen. Uh, run for cover records. Uh, they know, they know what's up. They know that I'm going to, uh, ask them for money, uh, any day. <laughs> so so shout out to shout out to run for cover. Thank you to convulse records. Uh, I haven't asked them for money, but if they give it to me, we can talk. Let's go. Uh, thank you to, to live a lie. I'll take their money too. What's up? And thank you to, Close casket activities. Close casket, whose money I have taken on a couple occasions. Yeah, and who in our group chat uh, referred to you as the worst friend he's ever had. And I, don't I think, think I could Tom probably have I, that title for a few for a few people. I don't in this think life. Tom and I laughed harder. Uh, I haven't laughed to like to a to a, a text message text. that hard in years. It was <laughs> there were so many levels to it. I'm like, oh. it encapsulated Patrick in such a way that I was like, it was surgical. Look, there were two humanities majors in that group chat with uh, college-level degrees, and he just whooped ass all around. Yeah, why about I go to school for – I got my mess in psychology. I didn't even get it right. And this dude just – Justin just fucking tore it up. The house. Oh, my God. Uh, starting there, Closed Casket Activities, closedcasketactivities.com. He is not the worst friend you'll ever have. He's one of the best. His label rocks. He's got a few things that's going on that is him being a good friend. Let's start with all our friends, Cosmic Joke, Cosmic Joke, self-titled. Shout or out. who the bleep is Cosmic Joke. Um, shout out to Hardlore, Hardlore Records, exclusive color, half red, half beer with double mint and blue spilatter. That's the Hardlore color. Uh, held one, held one. Two straight, in, straight, wait, two straight Held one IRL out. yesterday. Ooh, Look good. Very nice. Looks good. You held uh, it and like gave it back? I, yeah, I did, I did. It was it was like, like uh, a baby? Evan got a, Evan got a copy early, so I just he, he showed it to me. I was impressed. It's a good looking record. Uh, I, I'm I'm very happy, uh, happy for Hard Lore, ha- happy for Cosmic Joke. It's just it, oh. it's a uh, it's it's a cool record for sure. And so, we kind of so, saw this happening, like as it was coming together, which is cool. Oh, that's true. Love it. Love 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 all of it. Um, Cosmic Joke is fast SoCal hardcore punk. Um, the influences are maybe not what you expect from this teaming, but it's really cool. Major, major shout outs to the Hardlord dudes. Uh, shout out to Sam, who was Triple B, who was a helpful uh, person in this project as well. Uh, and obviously, shout out to our homies in Cosmic Joke. Get this record uh, or pose. Full stop. Tom, there was another little closed casket exclusive that we wanted to highlight. What do we got? 
they have closed casket has a exclusive um version of the earth crisis firestorm reissue um it's 12 inch um it's overseen by the band themselves yeah. it's uh the one that closed casket has is close is uh glow in the dark it comes um so it's on a 12 inch 45 uh re- revolutions per minute mm. um the b-side is the the wrenches you know etched oh, into yeah. the vinyl and it comes with a uh, a 24 page book like a 12 by 12 book of like photos and just like, you know, people being like, I remember when I saw them at, you know, more than music festival in 1993, oh. I knew things were changing or like how, like, you know, and how like pretty much like firestorm changed music, like heavy music. Yo, the that's the story I've been told by many people. It really has. I mean, I know people like are kind of sometimes loathe to like admit like how much of an impact, but like earth crisis, like, changed when we talk about integrity earth crisis changed hardcore yeah i don't think that's it's it's hard to deny the only it's so integrity gets all the all the kind of credit cred love and all that but it's kind of the bands that people don't want to give it to that i i would probably give it to that would be earth crisis and hatebreed you know like it, it i mean two two bands that in in my life in real time in what i could observe up for up close changed the right, whole landscape it. really remarkable right and you see you saw it yeah no question cool. pushed pushed hardcore closer to metal immediately overnight in a specific way and in the long term uh earth crisis is probably as canonical as the discord stuff if you're talking broadband hardcore yep and you know what mm. all these years later they're all still straight edge yeah, that's remarkable. You know what so, I'm saying? Think about all the straight edge bands that like rubbed it in your face for the 80s and 90s. How many of them still straight edge? I, Just saying. You know, I it, look. I, I don't want Javi, like, uh, obviously, obviously still straight edge, but uh, no. I, listen, I don't. I, I don't want. I don't want to wish. I don't want to like when you find something funny. If it's dark, sometimes people think that you're advocating for something dark, right? Like that you like that that happened just because you're able to find the the humor in it or whatever, but. There's a, uh, yeah. There's a couple, a couple of the straight edge dudes. Uh, it kind of had some like, um, you know. And look, if you pull out of a thing, God bless. But they had a couple of the guys in in that scene had some bad years, and in some ways, it's kind of funny because you know you can only bark on people so so much about things and then kind of prove yourself to be a little bit of a hypocrite and not have people go, yeah, it's a it's a little bit funny that you're living out of your truck. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's a, it's just a, it's a tiny bit funny. <laughs> you know I mean? So, uh, yeah, but that is not earth crisis. No. So I mean, they might be living out of their trucks, but they're not <laughs> so, doing drugs. Uh, very curious. 24 page, 12 by 12 booklet. Still beautiful. Earth crisis, firestorm, exclusive closed casket activity. Respect to reissues that come with extra stuff. Yes. Closed casket activity. Yeah, I agree. Um, Guys, how we doing? How we feeling? Listen, I'm eating you, you know, so I can be able to get the. You, you want to know who did our job for us? Who? So, Bob, you said, "Hey, for tonight's episode, why don't you guys bring some just quick topics, things that we can just shoot at each other?" You know? Yes. And literally a minute after that, Twitter user Greg Hall uh, at to feel healed. <laughs> Uh, j- just made a list 
not at my request, but it was like the cosmos did it. Cause he just listed every, he listed everything that happened this week. <laughs> ah. So it's battle jacket, Twitter, uh, FYA hall floor piss, uh, death metal kids claim they lay out people who mosh big light, big light on it shows slur. Mosh calls are back. Nepo baby on corn show, uh, ladder in the wow. mosh pit, MGK, Ronnie wow. Radke meltdowns, $80 wow. hoodie versus $10 show revolver. Nazi band cover. Uh, okay. Now I mean, some yeah, of that. I know all of those. Oh my God. I gotta get off I the internet. Hit them all. Let's, let's hit them all really quick before you do. I'm going to tease an episode that'll either be next week or in two weeks or in three weeks. Guys, first pulling back the, the uh, curtain. I spent. <clears throat> so uh, as you guys know, I got a family, some young ones. Um, just did redo the house, this whole thing. Last week, I finally had the first day where I had uninterrupted time to sit and like work on podcast stuff, do this or that, the other. So I was like, yo, you know what? We haven't done a year in hardcore in a long time. Let me let me crank out this year in hardcore. Let me just do it. Let me do the work. I did the randomizer. The year popped up. I'm like, cool. Let me dive on this. Cool, cool. I'm doing it. But you know what? Do you know what happens sometimes when you're going through literally 2,500 entries on Discogs? <laughs> You get these flashes of deja vu from when you've done it before, right? For different years and different things. You're like, ah, you know. It's like, ah. I look at my list. I'm like, no, we. this isn't a year we've done. No, no, no. No. Okay. All right. No, no, I'll keep going. Wait a second. I feel like we talked about But we've talked about a lot of records. Oh, all right. I keep going. Two hours in, as I'm finishing up, I'm like, yo, some little record clicked. And I'm like, Oh shit! I actually go to the the podcast itself and look at all the episodes. There it was. Yes, we did do the year in hardcore nineteen ninety nine already, ah, and yeah. I lost two hours of time to working on something. <laughs> hey, I, come I on! You were remi- just, you were reminded of of uh, the, the, you know in Tag two thousand. <laughs> I mean, you, you got exactly to live it again. right. Let me pull up the one the one that clicked. Let me see if I have it. Uh, I, I lived this earlier today. So I had band practice earlier today. Yes, sir. And Justin Brandon comes in and he goes, I need your help. I go, yeah, what's up? He's like, I listened to the entire, entire Candaria discography. Oh. Wow. oh. And he goes, there's this one part. And he, and he starts playing. I go, yeah, it's Dan and it's on a keyboard. I go, yeah, I can, I can hear it. Yeah. He's like, where is that? I go, dude, it's a 30 second part in a fucking band that has, that's that like when <laughs> 70 minutes, they were like, we're getting 70 minutes worth of music on this shit. Yeah. So he goes, CD go, oh, well, the, the first record's not on there. He, but I mean, now he listened to like seven records. Or he, I'm like, the first record's not on streaming. He's like, dude, I went to YouTube and listened to the whole fucking thing. Wow. And like it's driving him nuts. He looks like he's like been up nights like trying to figure out this fuck. He's like, <laughs> he goes, dude, this riff has been in my fucking head for 10 years. So when we were, I sat down to start getting ready to record or whatever, and I'm like, let me just pull up Surrealistic Madness, which Pat knows because Candaria was like the fucking King's Albany as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm, and I'm listening, you know, I'm going through and I go, it's, it's going to fuck you because it's in the middle of a song that you don't expect it to be in the middle of. Yeah. It's not an intro. It's a fuck, you know. Yeah. So I get to the seventh song, and there it's boo doo boo doo So I sent it to him. I go, how far into the discography you got when you got seven songs into the first record and couldn't find it? 
So he was like, dude, you don't understand how much is me. Like, it's finally out of my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, like it's yeah, been yeah. ten years. No, I, I understand. That's that's the feeling. It's. Uh, but he like you know not that I'm not that sitting listening to, to Candir is like you know but all in one chunk is a lot of fucking music. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Tom, here's a question for you that you couldn't possibly know. You couldn't possibly know the answer to, but is just speculate. Sure. When does Candir when does Candiria get their day? You know what? It was funny listening to it today. I mean, like they're the ultimately ultimate bands band because there's yep. there's like a full generation of music that are, it's not within our kind of bounds, but that are fucking huge. Like bands like like Periphery and fucking like all these like true you know, yeah like math metal bands not like the botch bands but like after that like the more like death metally they all owe it to candiria and like candiria almost had like a reverse kind of fucking um trajectory they were the band that would like they were so big that like they got a friday at cbs yep yeah they didn't play matinees they got like a friday night sold out cb you know like we played a couple of their Friday shows, like us and them and breakdown, like, fuck, you know, like, and like, I think they were huge. They did some stuff with Meshuggah. They did some stuff with Dillinger, you know, and then slowly but surely, you know, like they were doing okay. They broke up, came back and like that record never really hit, but I'm like, yeah. I don't know if it's just not because they don't do a good job of like, you know, if they put out a, the, like the first or second record on like days, or Streets of Hate or something. People would fucking lose their goddamn minds. But I think I they mean, do it themselves a lot of times. So it, it, you're selling the records to the nerds who already like you. I bought them. Because they're my yeah. homies and they're a great band. But like, I feel like if you put that music in front of kids that like fucking Tsunami or fucking anything, you'd be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. I mean, it and is it is anybody. it is genuinely heavy music, by the way, everyone. It, it, it's, mosh, like look, it, it's going to be brain melting mosh. Yeah, but it's it's going to be a challenge for a lot of a lot of our listeners. It's a challenge for me, and I I practically grew up on this shit. It was you're right. It was around Albany in a big way, but it's uh, it, it's entirely worth visiting if you are in if you're open to math metal, or if you are just sort of. If if you're like you know you're open to knock loose you're open to like uh, you know no cure or something like that but but it's a uh, uh, you, you would like a little bit more squonk funk jazz in there. Well, you can skip that. I'm going to make <laughs> give a, it a go what, for the folks that are out there, the younger older folks that are not are not familiar. I'm going to make you a Candaria uh, like Spotify mix that we'll share of okay. just yeah. like the 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 metal. Because I mean, dude, you like the CDs are fucking seventy minutes long, but like you can narrow it down to like a thirty-five minute metal record. Yes, there's songs that are eleven minutes long about smoking weed that they're using like there's pipes and there's fucking keyboards and fucking digital bass. Yeah, it's like you don't need all that if you don't want that, but you can kind of parse it down. But I'm gonna, I'll make everyone like a just the hits. That band, I I mean, it's shocking that like. For whatever reason, because there are bands from New York that I'm like, really, this? Oh yeah, oh yeah. And like Candiria, <laughs> like, like Candiria should be fucking, you know, big enough to be in like, oh, they're like right before Obituary on LDB or something. That's how like, yeah, 
Because, I mean, if you talk to Jamie Josta, he'll tell you that, hey, hey, Breed was influenced by Candier. Like, Irate was influenced by Candier. Everybody was influenced by them in, in one way or another. Yeah. And for some I reason, think- you know, Kona lost the, like, lost the time. And I don't know if that's by choices, by, like, the tours they've taken or the things they've done since they've been back. Like, they did a warp Tour. I'm like, why would you do warp Tour? Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't the best. You're fucking Candier. <laughs> I think it's almost better to not be able to play at that level. That's that's my view on this. It's it's uh, I think it's a curse to be able to play on that level. It's uh, you you end up making decisions that run against people's like what people what the casual listener wants, and and you end up rarefying yourself too much. If you like Meshuggah and stuff, like you can listen to it just and be like, that's heavy Maji, or if you can be like. That's fucking seven four time. Like you can get like it's like watching like a like a Pixar film. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, you know, like that's true. there's levels. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like the holy fuck this, what are these dudes doing? Yeah, that's all true. Um Squonk Funk Jazz. Yeah. Who doesn't want to yeah. squonk funk jazz? Can I bring up two things before we start? Yes, please. Yeah. Please, please. We I want to talk about important stuff to talk about. Yes, please. Go fund me's because Hardcore for hardcore. We're going to go with the first one because it was the first one that was po- uh, posted up. Um, Jay, Crazy Jay Skin from Hardcore Legends Warzone. Um, fire broke out in his house in Queens. He had to go back in to get his wife, his kids, his mother, and animals. And he got really, his house obviously got really fucked up and he got um, very injured. Yeah. So there's a GoFundMe out trying to help him kind of wow. get some of his. Hospital costs, some places for his family to stay while he's recuperating, and all this other stuff. Um, if you play hardcore, like straight up, like not Candiria hardcore, but like any type of meat and potatoes hardcore, you owe this dude a, a debt of gratitude. So whatever you can afford, go to the GoFundMe. You you all steal his shit. It's true. You all steal rabies. Look, everyone's got a fucking chain around their neck. You know, with like a fucking padlock. That's because of fucking dudes like this. So yeah, shout out to Crazy J Skin. Yeah. So yeah, and we'll post the the. It's hard to. It's a GoFundMe, but we'll we'll post. So we'll it. get the link up. Yep. And then a more recent one, Miles from the band TS Warspite from the UK was involved in a terrible accident and is undergoing. Um, he's in the hospital. He's he's in a coma. He's I think he's in the ICU over there. Um, he was just here. I mean, it's this is how scary and how fast things move. He was just here for FYA yep. last weekend. Yep. Got back home and got in an accident. Um, but there's a GoFundMe going around for him. I'm sure you've seen that. Um, it's 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 made its way around the internet. And again, you know what I mean? If it five bucks is a lot. You know what I mean? Anything you can do, it doesn't you don't have to be the hero to throw five you know, like if you don't know the sure. guy and you like you got an extra five bucks and you just skip a coffee. If if all of us looked out for each other and looked out for, with five bucks, it'd make a huge fucking difference. So, those two GoFundMe's will will have in like maybe description of the of the episode. And we'll definitely yeah. put it out on our social media and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, please, please, please search them out, uh, both for J Skin and our our buddy from TS Warspite. Um, terrible stuff that happened. Uh, yeah, and it's it's honestly yo look. <clears throat> sometimes. It feels like there's a lot of things like this that happen. It is one of the more admirable things that I see in hardcore on the regular is how people throw on. And it's not it's not about the person who's like, I'm going to drop 
a hundred thousand dollars, whatever. Amazing, amazing if you can do that. It's about how many people throw down five bucks, twenty bucks, just a little bit that they can spare that day to make somebody somebody else's significant traumatic incident um, bearable. So, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to this stuff. We appreciate it. Appreciate everybody. Appreciation of hardcore for doing that, and it's not. It's not. Uh, it's not unnoticed. It's, it's a unique quality of this community. So, yes, thank you, everybody. And I want to talk about what's up with these goddamn lights at these hardcore. No, I'm kidding. Sorry. <laughs> uh, real quick, real quick, because my hardcore ninety nine uh, dive can't uh, be un a complete Undone. waste. Uh, I don't remember us talking about the Albany style hardcore comp nineteen ninety nine. Uh, so Patrick, we're gonna get you on for a minute of that because this was a the Albany style comp was done by Dave Stein in the late '80s, right. and in the late '90s they did kind of a second volume, which is kind of cool. Um, the bands were By the Throat, Police Line, Devoid of Faith, and Monster X. Now, if there were it was a Devoid of Faith scene and a uh, One King Down scene, you definitely would have been more on the One King Down side of scene there in Albany. Is that correct, Patrick? That's right. Although uh, one of my longest musical collaborators in life uh, is a police line veteran. So, you know, life is funny. Give us some police line talk. Go. Describe Uh, police line to me like I'm Wilson from Westchester. Sure. Um, Okay. Uh, Picture in your mind, uh, uh, dreadlock mohawks and uh, z- <laughs> z- uh, zines with names like uh, the Dresden Communique, uh, talking about the evils of war and uh, uh, telling you where to meet up for food, not bombs. Uh, and then, uh, but it's not it's not terribly. Uh, this is hard to explain. Okay, uh, Winston from Westchester. Uh, th- th- this is a, a generational thing. What passed for super progressive uh, 25 years ago mm. is not now, mm. <laughs> and, no. and uh, which is the nature of, of the world. Uh, so y- there was a time in punk where simply by being anti-war, which is, by the way, the most basic of humanist fucking positions you were really <laughs> by being anti-war. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you were really spitting. <laughs> so, Damn, they hate war. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I mean, look, I actually have a, I, I never liked a lot of that music. I, I go on record as saying Amoebix is maybe legitimately the only thing that falls into the, the crust rubric that I, that I think is essential, right? And hmm. uh, I understand that there's, something about the aesthetic that appeals to a lot of people, but musically so much of the stuff is, is really actually more varied than anybody ever gives it credit and, but very rarely good. And, uh, kind of on the fast, the fast, hardcore, fast punk end of crust, like, you know, kind of, uh, the pre stadium crust, but, uh, after, what, what, sorry, everybody. This is, this is, this is, this is, no, this is, uh, sort of. It is not '90s crust. Um, it is faster. It is more hardcore. Um, it is closer to Crudos than it is to Os Rock. Yeah, that's exactly right. Okay, so 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 good pull there because Crudos was an inspiration for. Uh, I would speculate everything that came out of Albany for 
a, a, quite a time. <laughs> and, uh, uh, it was, uh, there was a great admiration there. Uh, I mean, on this comp, uh, uh, you know, we have listeners that were in Devoid of Faith and they may disagree with this, but uh, Devoid of Faith actually had more of their own sound than a lot of bands of that type. Uh, 100%. And, and part of it was kind of the, uh, how do I frame this? Not, it's not Stadium Crust at all, but nope. there is, but there is more playing going on than mm-hmm. a lot of, uh, fast hardcore oriented crust, or you know, uh, kind of uh, a there's a competency crust. to it, especially uh, compared to some of the peer bands, and that's not all. Like, if, if yeah, just, the, the best just, of the best of, of this world are people who are doing fast hardcore punk with punk leans and, and didn't mind being dirty and wasn't super concerned about production, but their competency as musicians also kind of couldn't be uh, fucked with. They were good. They were really I, good. I think it's that just like for if you can, a band like Devoid of Faith, it goes for a band like Nine Chocks, you know? Yeah. 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 It, it basically, can you land the guitar parts uh, with, with 10% extra flair? Okay, then you're you are in a different range than s- some hardcore bands. That's all. The, than the mean hardcore band, right? Um, Monster X, you said was on this. Okay, so Monster oh, X yeah. is a fascinating band. Um, uh, Tom, to, he's to just giving us did uh, the money's worth for that deep dive today. All right, thank wow. You. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, to say X. that they to to say they did their own thing would be a, a an understatement. It was it, 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 that's a truly weird band. Uh, kind of like I don't know death metal adjacent vocals done through a bass amp. Uh, and, <laughs> uh, just sounds, but they, but they obviously had not just an affinity, but, a but like a, a competency at hardcore. Like they, I think they did youth of today yeah. covers with, but with yeah, those yeah. Ridiculous like all youth group and, covers. Yeah. Yeah. With, with Cookie and, Monster vocals, and yeah. uh, it, so uh, did it, d- does it stand up in 2024? Probably not, but <laughs> Whatever, man. It, it was a time. Um, I always, I always have. Uh, uh, Johnster X is uh, a Capital Region original. You know what I mean? That's that. That's a mm-hmm. man who marches to the beat of his own drum. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, do I consider this uh, uh, comp essential? In no way. <laughs> but no. now here's but, my question: know, just it, Johnster X is an all-time hardcore it, It's name, fun. Though. It is an all. Oh, Monster X, great. Yeah, it's fun. Monster X, Johnster X is one of the best hardcore names I've ever heard. Yeah, it's great. Um, Patrick, final question regarding this and the Albany style hardcore of this era: Uh, Would you rather mosh for Police Line or Burning Bridges? Uh, Probably Burning Bridges. Probably. Yeah, come on, you know, you know it. All right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. (laughs) Uh, All right. Uh, this is my only contribution, and then we're going to hit the Patrick's Fast topics as well as whatever else you guys got. Um, <clears throat> we are going to do a year in hardcore very soon. Uh, I am also yeah. debuting not Wilson from Westchester or even Winston yeah, from Westchester, as well. Patrick sometimes calls him. <laughs> Willie from Wallingford. Wow. He's your old buddy. Who hasn't been to a hardcore okay. show in a while? <laughs> oh, get ready. Uh, so we're that, Connecticut or Jersey? Wallingford's Connecticut. Connecticut. It was so close. 
please believe it was really Willie from Warminster, but I didn't want people from Pennsylvania to think we were just shooting them because we ain't. So it's Willie from Wallingford. Connecticut, gotcha. there you go. Come on, Connecticut. All right. Um, Patrick, hit us with this list of uh, topics that you stole from somebody's tweet. All right. Uh, just give it one one at a time. Okay. Battle Jacket Twitter. What the hell is that? Okay. Tom, what I'm is, glad wait, you wait, asked. Without, without, knowing, without knowing, Tom, what is Battle Jacket Twitter? I'm not 100% sure what that one's about, but I think it's probably like somebody that you wouldn't think would be wearing a punk jacket wearing a jacket that said like dead Kennedys on it or something, right? Okay. Okay. No, it's it. So, Battle Jacket Twitter is the people that were mad, the metal people that were ba- mad about Dying Fetus playing a hardcore festival, which oh, I, went, right. <laughs> I went looking for and I couldn't find. I'm taking it on face value that this is a real person in the world. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I kept seeing. No, you know, now that you about, say that, there was some pushback. Okay. Like that right. fucking mosh wouldn't happen if I was there. Oh, uh, okay. So, um, these people are like I'm fucking gonna... hardcore moshing for for, for, die, for dying fetus. So, what would have some metal dude done? Like, kicked somebody in the face? I don't know. What, like, like, bro, that would happen to me, bro. Yeah, wouldn't we on be the, excited on the for surface of the sun where they were moshing? Like, yeah, the um, <laughs> but yeah, like those like dudes that go see dying fetus only, you know, at metal shows are like that would fucking try that in my town. That's what they were doing pretty much. Yeah. More. All right. I am pro this conversation. Next. Next up, Patrick. What do we got next? Uh, next up, we got uh, F, uh, FYA Hall Floor Piss. Uh, I saw one tweet about this. Ooh, uh, apparently, there was uh, there was some piss, I guess. Somebody urinated in one of the areas. <laughs> all right. So That's, I do have an. Which sucks. Do- the main space is carpeted. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. You can't so if you pee over there, like, come on, man. You ever clean piss out of carpet, guys? Uh, in my life, yeah, 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 yeah. Many times, uh, both from a dog and then ch- children. Uh, but that's why we do hardwood now. Cleaning out dog piss out of carpet is outrageous, right? Because it brings up all the smells. But um, yes, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, because it was like you know what what happens like you know it was it, it was like uh, turnstile pooper boyfriend, FYI peeing girlfriend. Like remember they would like when they would, <laughs> uh, yes. Right. Uh, so already I'm in on this topic. Also, this is. This is the level hardcore conversation should be. I mean, do you, I mean, there's no way that with the amount of people that were there and just like everyone who's like doing the fest, helping out with the fest, like no one dropped trow, man or woman, and peed. Yeah, you never know. I, I, I don't I mean, know. You people just stand there and like let people it do wild, so, You know what? I, I think inside job. Like, Could hey, turn around I'm, for a second. I'll slip you a five. I'm not saying it's Bob. Could be though. I'm saying. I'm saying. Kevin Hare, maybe. Hmm. He was so excited. Might be Team FYI. I think it's just more like, oh man, it's a little busy. It's like, hey, who cares? Just go right there. Um, Yeah, it could be. um, In an FYA, Kevin Hare is a wonderful guy. We are not besmirching Kevin. He knows. But I mean, when when the the turnstile when the turnstile poop thing came out, I I buried turnstile. I said I said it was fucking Pat. (laughs) Yeah, that was fucking. You name names, but all right. I believe it was the first time I met Bob Wilson, the actual fine purveyor of FYA. Shout out. And like straight up, this was the 10th year of FYA. He's been doing it for 10 years. That's crazy. It's, it's awesome. It's Amazing. awesome. So cool. Um, 
I met him. I booked Letdown on a show I did at a cultural center in San Fernando Valley in a not very nice part, kind of on the far east side of the valley. I'm trying to remember where it was, what town, but it was fucked up. Uh, I'm trying to remember who else even booked, but fucked up. Maybe Mugure uh, and Letdown for sure played. Uh, but Letdown played. Before the show starts, somebody's like, hey, man, the toilet is all clogged. Something's wrong. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Um, and it was, and it started leaking out onto the carpet. Hate and it. So what I'm trying to say is, Bob, maybe you're back up to your old tricks because he flooded that back. <laughs> fuck. Shout out. Wow, I know way too much stuff about people's biological functioning. All so, right, I'm going to keep going. Pro that topic. Yes, all in. Let's go. Two for two here. Okay. So, Twitter hardcore so, rocks. Uh, this is connected to Battle Jacket Twitter. Death Metal Kids claim they uh, lay out people who mosh. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, that was no, like a candor. Yeah, it's just everybody. There's no evidence of this. I've been to metal shows. I, I, what, uh, come on. Uh, right, now, I mean, have you been to like a moshy metal show? I mean, like even on obi- like, have you been to like an obituary life, show or what, what happened? Uh, yeah, I have only because it, sometimes drug church will be Police in the same venue playing. as <laughs> sometimes drug right, church you'll will be downstairs from fucking DSI right. upstairs. Have yeah, you ever exactly. gone to watch? It's whack. Uh, I mean, I've watched like ten minutes. I listen. Can I put my cards on the band, table? The crowd reaction. It's whack. Hardcore kids whack. dance harder. I'm going to put my cards on the table with this because metal is going to come up several times in this uh, list. I, I am, I'm not, I, I, so to you two fellas, I'm, I'm Mr. Metalcore where I've got like this level of that type of shit that I'm willing to go into that you fellas are not as interested in, but compared to, compared to the average kid in 2023, I'm like, fuck it. I'm in war zone. Because that's correct. You're, yeah. you're closer. You're closer to that than not. Yes, that's because fucking metal to me is the goofiest shit in the world, and like I can only enjoy it through the lens that it is purely tongue in cheek, and that nobody is being serious about what they're doing. And, and as soon as it, as soon as people in metal try to serious up on me, it's like, come on, man, I'm, I, I'm an adult who still really enjoys hardcore. I would think I'm the fucking limit of goofiness. And you are <laughs> take you're putting me to the test with it. You are so fucking goofy. <laughs> what are you doing? So I I I almost have to bow out of metal conversations. I uh, yo um this may be the first one that I'm out on because it is funny, but I do, you know, like look. <clears throat> Uh, the average big mosh hardcore show uh, pit is harder than uh, most. I mean, if you go to like, yo, if you go to a smaller metal show, you're lucky if there's any sort of pit and then it's beyond goober like levels. Like, yeah, prove us wrong. Prove us wrong. Send us your 300 cap room with a really cool looking pit for a young or unheard of metal band because metal is metal by nature is half, half interested, half in half out on the pit. You know what I mean? Like most bands who claim metal aren't, aren't going for pit at all. So, 
Um, I do like the goofiness of this conversation, but that's what it is purely goofy. Next topic. Uh, big light on at shows. Uh, I've made my feelings on that clear. Yeah. Uh, this this one's this one next feels like we got, last week's garbage. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, to, but that's but this the, the, you know this guy has done a good job of uh, aggregating all the shit from the last. Yeah, he's some. Yeah, uh, yeah we're we're all in on this guy who's giving us this week's content. Thank you. Uh, uh, slur mosh calls quote are back. Now this one oh. this this came this came and went. Uh, oh, I was talking and my fucking mic was off because I didn't want you guys hearing coughing. Oh, and I'm, like, well, hello. Hello. I'm sorry. That was my bit because I was like, why is he just talking over me, this fuck? <laughs> and uh, no, I was like speaking to the purveyor of FYA, one of his like archetype hardcore videos is uh, no warning from Posse Numbers. Remember that it's from the 2003. Back, yep. And it's all lit up. And he's like, that's what like my archetype for hardcore videos are. And then he said, I'm sorry, I didn't go to metal course, metal shows with, with blinking lights and stuff. And I'm like, where do you, what do you <laughs> CBs? Like, what do you think I was going? Um, but no, but he, uh, he, but that's like, so, I mean, seeing it that way, it makes a lot more sense. Cause that is an iconic hardcore video. Mm-hmm. So that it is, but, yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, listen, we've all got our perversions. It's, but that I don't share that one. Uh, <laughs> because that, that, that's to me, it's hideous to look at. Um, Okay, so slur mosh calls are back. Uh, This is maybe, I checked out of this one early because I was recording, but I have a very unpopular opinion. Do you guys want to get off your probably more popular opinions before I bury us? Or do you want us to save you? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I might need you to say that's a good point. Go in, cheer captain. Let's go. Okay. Um, Does using that F word that... Uh, gets uh, me in trouble if I say it. All right. So I'm not with Tom that this is like an immediate bummer to me. And the reason for that is just because I see it as a, as waves. We, uh, there was a time that that was used all the time and I was there. And while there was some homophobic sentiment in, in that moment, there was a lot of machismo and whatever. At the end of the day, when and I, I don't know if I'm, I won't use anybody's name. I don't know if we talked about this on the air or whatever, but I talked, I, I recently talked to a dude from one of those scenes where that was the thing. He was in a heavy ass fucking mosh band with all type of affiliations, fights at every show, the fucking butt of it. He's come out since then. And there's not a person in his world that maybe one or two, I think he said, but, 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 but all, but basically he found out that more of the homies were gay than he ever knew in the, in the day. Right. Like a lot of Mm people, and it's not all the kind of like language that was negative that like people would say like, Oh, that's a slur or whatever. It didn't seem to impact anybody's actual uh, human to human experience at the end of the day. Now, doesn't mean anybody wants to hear that. And particularly if you are coming from an outside perspective, this is your first hardcore show. Oh shit. <laughs> what is right. this shit? Right. So I'm, I'm not pro the use of this fucking word, but what I am saying is, uh, these things come in waves and what I've seen the last three months. And I know that's not a very mu- long amount of time, but the last three months has been a hard pivot back to, the uh to kids being comfortable using this word and everybody uh, yes. no matter where you fall on any type of progressive spectrum 
uh, you have to confess to yourself that it's, it's basically, it's the kids that make the fucking rules. So it, I, I try not to use that word in my life. I've said this before and forgive me to our listeners. I am of a certain age where that is the word that you use when you want a man to fight you. So can I say that I would never use that word? No, I cannot say that, (laughs) but I can say that it is not necessarily what I, I want to see at shows that said, I also think that it's, there is a context of a changing moment. That's all. Yeah. I'll speak more to the changing moment. Um, This is, this is the overcorrection. This is the pendulum swing. And this is the thing that we see. Um, Do, do I believe that people should be able to use words and say words? Yes, I do. Do I believe that sometimes those words come with consequences and those consequences, I'm not trying to be like Mr. Threat. That's not what this is. When you use words, people will think about how you're using them, why you're using them, what context, all that stuff, right? And that could be on a day-to-day. If you mispronounce a word every time you say it, if I said, you know, um, you know, pass the salami every time I wanted a salami sandwich, people might be like, you know, that dude's dumb as hell. <laughs> he doesn't know how to pronounce salami, you know? Uh, and that goes over and over on micro levels of everything. People who want to use that word. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Go with God. People who are using that word now, basically because it's a reaction to sort of this pearl clutching, hey, nobody used these words, they're banned words, etc. over the last few years. Just know the overcorrection might feel differently in a few years. You might feel like, man, you know what? I say, and I, I'll say this from personal experience with friends who have used language that they're not proud of years later. Because they go, eh, you know what? Did it ruin their lives? No. Did it cost them a job? No. Did it cost them a spouse? No. Did it cost them any friendships? Uh, mostly no. But do they look back and go, you know what? I wish I didn't say that shit. Yeah. Will that be everybody's experience? Hell no. So that's just my larger, broad view of this kind of conversation. Big topic for us to discuss further in a different place. But largely, largely I'm, I'm nowhere on this topic. It's, it's, it's a sad thing to me that we can't find a place where people understand that they shouldn't be policing each other's behavior uh but that also sometimes it's like eh, maybe don't say the thing that hurts people for no real reason well i i don't want to jump in on tom i'll let you get your shit off but i just want to say that the thing that occurred to me when this discourse was going on is as a dude that feels comfortable in that environment with dudes saying that 
and feels comfortable and has, or at least has done a trillion shows at the safe space zine library spots as well. Yep. I was just wondering, is it not possible to, to have these spaces where people have in group language that they're, that they, that they're comfortable with and they use and whatever. And it, and it's for lack of a better word, sorry, safe space where, where they don't gotta like, do I think that, that, that the fellow that said that shit has any malice towards uh, homosexuals at all? No, <laughs> not a, not a fucking ounce. Right. Exactly right. So exactly like, right. W- so with that understanding, uh, like if everybody in that room, it's like what I, it's what I say about the uh, crowd killing and head walking, all sorts of bullshit. If everyone in that room understands the game, then fuck right. it. Close the door. Have a good time. You know what I'm saying? But it's, it, not, it's anybody, like, not everybody in that room though. That's right. No. Okay. How, that's do you fair check everyone, how do you check in? And it's easy for you to be like, you know, like it doesn't bother me. I'm comfortable in situations like that. There are other things and other words that you're not comfortable with people using. Sure. And someone would be like, well, what's the problem? It's, it's a joke, absolutely. man. You know absolutely. what I mean? So like, I think like that's your own, like your own shit being like, this doesn't bother me. Cause it's like, maybe you don't have a gay family member. Maybe, you know what I mean? Like whatever. Like, but I mean, like to me, I, I, I know it's always been a part of it, and hardcore and punk is about fucking saying the the shit that gets people riled up. You know what I mean? And we all know people that say that those words like pretty, you know, you know, liberally, liberally, and people that I know that are actually liberal in real life. Sure. Oh, I mean, the people no, that listen. I like respect that I go, this person's got a good head on their shoulders. They'll every once in a while be like, ah, dude's a blah blah blah, and I'm like, that's shocking. Sure. Well, but to well, me, let, let, let me say. Kid, okay. Let me just. Oh, I'll sorry. Just shut up. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry. No, I, I, I think if I, t- as a new kid, I don't know if I would go to a show. If I went to a show and I didn't know what was going on and I heard that language, as a new young kid, think about the young generation. It's a lot different from when you you were going to fucking, you know, the QE2 to see fucking Stigmata or whatever, right. where everyone was on the same page and you were the softest dude in the room. Because sure. everyone else is a fucking monster. Like, if I'm a young kid and I don't know what's going on, and I walk in. That that is the equivalent of like, we're like, you know, you get you get beat up at your first show. You either go, that was awesome, can't wait to do it again, or I'm never coming back here. Sure. And I think now, like, there's so many young people that that are far more sensitive than we were. We we were we were like grown up to be. You know, like, well, we we, we were growing up to be. That like you know, if I was nineteen, I want some show. I mean, I I've been to shows where people, bands that we love, use that term quite liberally. Yeah, I didn't go fuck this. I'm walking out. This band can suck a dick. I'm never listening to them again. Right. But I mean, I think, yeah. I mean, like, it's not something that I would do. And and I don't judge. I mean, like, but I mean, I I just, I just think I don't know if it's necessary. Right. To, there's so many other words in the English language. But I mean, and that's not to anybody. <laughs> yeah. So, you know I mean, what I mean? Like, but it happens all the time. It's not, this was not an isolated incident. So many bands no. do that and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, and like that's it. And, and the thing is, you know, most of the people that do it, they're like, they're not saying it in a, in a, in a hating, a hateful way. Oh, no. I mean, look. They're calling uh, out the it, crowd for stop, like, stop being, you know, get out, you know, punch somebody. Look, look, let's. Uh, I I don't know the gentleman that sings in the band, so so, so let me just uh, be clear about this. Uh, 
it, it, when that was happening, there was, uh, you know, cause I, I get, I have, I follow no one. So I get drowned in for you's right. Like, like the recommended algorithm. Yeah, so yeah, once yeah. you look sure. at this, you get drowned and you know, there was a tweet just innocuous enough that, that said, Hey, everybody think whatever you want about the circumstance, but just for some context, I'm a trans woman and this singer would twist someone's head off their body on my behalf. I saw that. So, so I say whatever you want to say, but there's a context to this person that, that perhaps like, you know, like perhaps this word in a vacuum can't account for. Right. So like, and I think that speaks to, isn't that a shame though? Well, isn't that a shame that like you're, you're painting yourself with such a broad brush by using a word that people will decide what kind of a human being you are just off. There's a yeah, lot of, but man, I mean, look, there's a way, there's a way too that, that the person says, look, I don't care if somebody's going to judge me yeah, by exactly. using a word, you know, and, and I get it. I get all the angles. Cause I honestly, um, you know, don't judge someone by their best moment or their worst moment. Um, and I say that don't judge someone by their best moments or worst moments, plural. Uh, there's a lot to life and there's a lot to it. And, you know, actions speak louder than words. However, it is also an unavoidable truth that the words you choose to use will sometimes precede you. And some people will just make a decision about it. That is unfortunate. I think all three of us understand that and agree that, hey, there's people I know who might use language I don't appreciate or think is maybe not reflective of the quality of human that they are or might paint them in a certain way that isn't actually who they are. But at the same time, I don't put it on myself to be the person who says, Hey, change this, do this differently. People who I'm close to, I'll have that conversation. I've had that conversation with close friends. It's valuable. It's interesting, but, but it's not, not, yeah. Be on the lookout for my my power violence record, No Man's Cop. You know what I mean? Because I just it's I don't got the time to police anybody. Period. You know what I mean? So fuck it. Um, Can I? Unless you guys wanted to hammer this one more, can I get on to the nepo? I think we're on to. Let's go on to another. Tom, are you feeling good? I mean, Uh, sure on this topic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't. Um, Probably shouldn't have brought that up at all. All right, so. Nepo babies on corn show. What do you know about it? Nothing. Tom. Nepo babies on corn. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Now, I mean, I'm some of these bands to- are like, oh, it's a guy from fucking Slipknot's Kid or something. No, different. Okay, different one. There's there's a UK band called Wargasm, or maybe they're okay. band. I think they're UK band. Uh, they're somebody's kid. And I, 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 Tom, look that one up for me if you can. I uh, will do. It man, is, uh, can't wait. <laughs> Look, look it up for me. Um, it, it It's somebody's kid. And this is a big room problem that doesn't have anything to do with hardcore to me. Like I, I we could talk about it on this podcast because we talk about a lot of shit that's not hardcore on this podcast. But this is like a goofy style of music that doesn't matter mm. to anybody with any type of interest in subculture. It's I don't want to say it's like a put together band. It's just not. Are we it sure it's orgasm? I'm pretty sure. Let me see. Um, <laughs> Orgasm. Okay. All right. I, I just love these. Singer moments. Milky Way. 
Wasn't there a orgasm back in the early 90s? Def- there's definitely yeah, different some thing. kind of thrash <laughs> battle. Yeah, 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 yeah. How could you not? How can there not be a n- multiple bands named Wargasm? Yeah. It's too good. I mean, it's incredible. <laughs> okay, so what's the deal? Get, get to the dirt here. Milky Way or Sam Matlock is, re- is related to somebody, is what you're saying. Oh, is it the kid from Matlock? It is. It's, it's, it's Matlock's child. It's Matlock's grandchild. That's a billionaire. That's the billionaire. Like, right? Like, Matlock? Everybody's grandparents thought that was the best TV. It was like Mr. Ed and Matlock, and that was it. It was on every waiting room in America. <laughs> Whose fucking kid is this? I think this? that's it's what they were watching kid. on Help. Cocoon. It's it's the it's hey the, listen get the, on the, get on oatmeal man Croc or something it's his kid it's his kid Walter Brimley Whose it's Walter Brimley's nepo kid Sam Matlock who is Sam Matlock's father anyway like or like this Siri. is like what are we doing come on let's go <laughs> I don't know there, there, listen, there's dad. like a <laughs> oh his son it's, he's the son of Glenn Matlock from the Sex Pistols. Oh, is that right? Okay. There you go. Um, so whatever I, here's the deal. It's just, this is a band that is half a creation, you know, it's, it's half a not real thing or whatever. And English people seemingly love it and hate it. And it's like, this is a thing for Brits. I don't know why just ignore bands like this. It's not a real fucking thing. Shout out, shout out to Glenn Matlock. Also uh, his band after the sex pistols was uh, rich kids. So that all ties together. Let's go next. This is boring. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, The next topic. Uh, (laughs) Next topic is uh, ladder in the mosh pit. <clears throat> yeah, so we'll do it. It's 2024. I mean, Let's go. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's always some kind of there's a TV or you know, a couch or a garbage can or some kind of <laughs> thing that are being used for other things in a mosh pit. I feel like that's standard, especially as at a heavy hardcore show. Like if there's not something in the pit, you're like, that was pretty tame. You know, I fell off a ladder yeah. like uh four or five weeks ago, and I think my hip's still fucked up. Ain't fun. Not a, not even a tall ladder. I, I say it. I fell off like a seven foot ladder uh, onto the floor in my house, and it hurt real That's bad. Brutal. Yeah. So so so. And they make it look easy on cartoons, but it's not. No. Um. So so yeah. let's see. Uh. That's on the that's on the like on that scale. Like, what is a more dangerous item to have in the pit than a ladder? Like, more dangerous. I, I thought that the. Folding no chair? chairs fine La- ladders okay i thought that the um uh, wheelbarrow uh, the halogen light the the lights that go in the Ooh. fluorescent light not fluorescent whatever Don't the like fucking those. yeah 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 over the, the long overhead tube lights. death lights yes yeah yeah the ones yeah exactly uh those are terrible for a pit because uh, yes they break yes they use them in wrestling most of us are not built like wrestlers. If you hit me in the neck and one of those things breaks on my neck, it's just, it, there's potential for real problems. <laughs> so uh, I think that's a bad one. Uh, Tom, w- would, would you rather be in a pit where they're doing a wall of death, but everybody is holding wheelbarrows or go in a pit where there is two ladders? That you have to two ladders. You want the two ladders. Okay, I'm with it. All right. Yeah, because the other ones you're getting hit in like yeah. right around the knee area. Oh, yo. 
and they're coming right at you. There's no way. Yeah, I'd rather that's, like that's like a six off. month bruise too, right? Like getting hit on the knee there, like, right? And I feel like a ladder is so big for the most part. It's gonna like if you see it coming at you, you can prepare yourself. Yeah, it's a little bit unruly. It's gonna hurt. Yeah, but it's not like something like you can throw really quickly. Like you can prepare yourself. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so yeah. we're 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 officially a pro ladder in the pit podcast. All right, good. sure. Next one. Next one. Uh, MGK Ronnie Radke meltdowns. All right, really Hilarious. quick before this, MGK meltdown. Did you guys see that MJK MGK MGK was stepping out with Halsey? I thought he was with Megan Fox. Like, what's the deal? No, I think those are I think those are early photos. I like think those older? predate. Oh, yeah, re- I don't know. This is recent. Oh, the Halsey photos are recent. Now they might be friends, but they were like they looked very friendly. I hope I'm not TMZ in right here, but like I saw these photos and I immediately Googled uh, to see if MGK and Megan Fox were having issues. I mean, but you That's- know what though? I just want to throw it out there: if Megan Fox, if you're having trouble, holler at your boy. <laughs> I'll take care of it. You know, it's good. I'm out there. He I'm will. single. Yeah, yeah, no, he will. It's oh true. no, yeah. you know what, you're, uh, Patrick? You're right. This is an older photo. This is an older photo. Here, here's my thing. Um, everybody, I know that this is not about MGK specifically. We're going to get into the Ronnie Radke of it all, but uh, the, these MGK characters, these figures, stop making them. Right? Really like, just stop so creating rad. these people. It's like the more you hate them. The more power that they have, the more that they dig into this weird little fucking whatever this thing is that they're doing <laughs> fucking you know, identity. They, they exist and solely just, on attention, com- uh, 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 fucking commodity. That's it. They only yeah. exist because you give them more attention. Yeah, that's it. Suck. Like, there's not an adult living human being who finds anything charming about that person just let it wash over it's fine it's goodbye mgk the best of luck with i hope you save your money uh ronnie Ronnie radke let's talk about this bad boy okay so what's his deal i guess somebody made people know him from uh he's in he was in some band and now he's in falling in reverse um are you saying that like it's minor threat like bob's like oh yeah of course (laughs) uh, escape the fat escape the fate uh, he's escape an American the singer. Be escape the fat. American singer, songwriter, rapper, musician, and record producer. Uh, best known as singer of Falling in Reverse and former lead singer of Escape the Fate. This dude desperately wants to be a hair metal guy, even though he was born in 1983. Is that correct? Like that's his whole shtick is to be like outrageous, yeah. right? So, so like a, macho- he's on Epitaph Records. Like yes. fuck this fucking loser. What are we talking about? So, so macho hair metal where, you know, like they listen to, they like MMA, but they're, but they're kind of like about the looks and everything, whatever. It's a whole thing. It's very Vegas identity sort of shit. Uh, I'm going to say something wild and uh, just say that I've met this man in passing twice and he was very nice both times. <laughs> friendly so guy, you love that's all I, I have- love it. I love it. So that's all I have to say. And actually, would you, very would you eat a falafel with him? Would you eat a falafel with him? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, and actually, he needs a ride to one the of airport. Our, one of our, it's a lot. Go ahead. It's a lot, Ronnie. But there's he would drive one of our most beloved hardcore, season. one of our most beloved hardcore bands in, in, the, in of the last twenty years uh, mm. has a story about this guy where they're like, 
yeah, he was really kind of nice. <laughs> so uh, at any rate, this guy is, uh, I mean, he does not respond well to criticism. And I guess what happened was <clears throat> somebody criticized a guitar. Tom, help me if, if pick this one up if you know more than I do. So MGK um, came out with a guitar that was yeah. oh, the, the body of the blade. guitar was a razor blade. Sure. I see this. So then the dudes from like San Squiga, San Squigabog yeah. and Stabbed and a few other bands were like, yo, if I see anybody playing this, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. And then Roddy Rackie was like, how about you fight me, bro? I'm fucking a psychopath or whatever. And then like, then all the pictures would come out of the dudes. He literally referred to himself as a psychopath. And then people would just respond like the two dudes that he's like going off at like mostly are like giant yeah, like yeah. muscle, muscle guy, like, and not like muscle. It's not muscle for show, right? Right. You know, dudes that are like, oh, you're shredded. That's like awesome. These are like, oh, you're like super thick and like could break somebody's neck. Right. Right. These dudes are like both like jacked, fucking like metal hardcore dudes that are now like going back and forth, like and and did you see Pat? And part of this, and I don't know it must have been a joke, but someone reached out to Jake and asked if those bands had any um, openings during a certain period of time because Ronnie Radke wanted them to play with Falling in Reverse? Fuck. Um, so I don't know how true that I is. Saw, I saw that too, yeah. Jake posted Listen, the email, but I was like, I hope this is... If, if it's real, it's amazing. I, I, I don't understand. Okay, let me say this. I'm going to be very vague. I was reminded of a beef I forgot I had. But... It is a person that I legitimately fucking do not like. And it's come to my attention that I'm going to have to uh, be around him for some amount of time. Mm. And all I could think was I can be conflict oriented or I can bring money home to my family. And so, why, the why answer was very simple for me. <laughs> so uh, I don't get all this, all this conflict shit, right? Like I understand that the that the kids and stabbed the, and uh, for the love of God, the name is so tough for me. Um, San Squigabog. Thank you. Say it, you say it so and well. Weasigabog. You say it really well. No, so, I, I think I butcher it. It takes me like four, I get it like once and four, four, like once every three times. So that would make well, me whole. I favor. try so hard. I try on most and words. I, I, can't, I can't do it at all. And Guisa go bug. Boom. I understand. I understand. These dudes are just having a good time. I get it. Oh, but, they're taking the pain. Uh, yeah, like. But, but I'm not sure Ronnie is Mr. Radke. I don't know. I don't know him. <laughs> Mr. I'm not sure we'll Mr. Ask Radke him, we'll is. We'll ask him at Flawful. We'll ask him at Flawful next week. We're fine. We'll find out. So everybody, just chill. Uh, we're on Sanguisa Bugs team uh but if ronnie only kind of week, i thought the guitar we'll was no stupider see. than any other guitar i don't know i don't know maybe ronnie's gonna be nice let's see if he buys us food next week that's fine, that's fine. i mean ronnie had also right. had beef with my boy lorenzo from sworn enemy so anyone who got beef with lorenzo you know yeah there you go he's gonna have to buy uh, us a lot of food for that one so uh last item because i don't know what 80 hoodie versus 10 dollar show is I, I assume that's uh just what it says. I don't know who is being. I think that was something that would bring me the horizon. Oh, uh, okay. Again, possible? things. That, hey, everybody. Like, why are we talking British about problems? Yeah, British yeah. problems. I don't know what any of that shit is. <laughs> so, 
Okay. But I mean, next, they're not, next, they're not a fucking one. hardcore band anymore. All right. Yeah. Here's here's the thing. This is not hardcore at all. This next thing I'm going to say, and Bob, I don't imagine you have a fucking clue on this one. Tom, you mm. might. Mm. Revolver Nazi band cover. Yes, I saw this actually. I know this. Okay. Wow. All right. Go on. Explain it, Tom. What what's the deal? So they had this band Brutality Will Prevail on the cover. Then, okay. like someone, uh, like another uh, is, journalist. Uh, is that what it is? Brutality Will Prevail. You have another name for it? I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Isn't there a slaughter? Is it, isn't there a slaughter to prevail too? What I'll is look the, it up. I fuck these right, fucking so bands, man. Sergeant fuck these fucking. Be. Listen, can we just end on fuck these fucking bands? This is really. <laughs> so yeah, well, I don't want to. Before we start fucking slighting this band, let's make sure we're doing the right one. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Yeah, it's not slaughtering the dogs. It's not. No, it's slaughtering the dogs. I don't know. Is there a brutality will prevail? Hold on. Let's say brutality to yes, prevail. Yes. There's, there's brutality will prevail. Will and prevail. then there's slaughter yeah, to prevail. Which one right, is this? Slaughter, slaughter to prevail. It's slaughter. slaughter. Sorry, slaughter. brutality will prevail. May you long Slaughter live long to prevail is a Russian deathcore band from Yekaterinburg and is now based in Orlando, Florida. That's got to be an interesting move. Okay. All right. So, anyway. so this guy went yeah. was viral. Mm-hmm. Because there's a part, like, they're playing some fucking giant fucking festival. And he yell, he does his, like, fucking oinky, whatever the fuck, like, the pig growl without a yeah. microphone. But you hear it, like, fucking 50 feet away. It's, like, actually really? insane. So this dude, if you look at him, like, he's, like, tracks bears. Tom, is that tracks or is it tracks or is his voice just that fucking strong? No, it's his. It's his. It's insane. So they do this thing about him and how he came to America, you know, how – you know, how they started. They're like this really big band and blah, blah, blah. And he moved to America, blah, 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 whatever. But like someone that I like follow, or maybe it was in my For You, who's like a pretty reputable, um, like metal um, uh, writer, was like, cool, Revolver having this fucking not. I'm like, all right, maybe they, you know, let me look it up. And then like, there's like parts in the, in the article where he's like, you know, I used to hang out with anti fascists and they didn't really have any plans for the future. But then, like, I made friends with all these fascist dudes, and they have, like, plans, and, like, they work out every day. <laughs> and I remember being Yo. like, and I was like, what the fuck? Now, hold Yo. on. Yo. Bam. Let me find the exact, but it was wow. almost to the letter. Like, that's wow. why. I, I mean, here's the thing. I I believe wow. in the, I believe what he's saying is his experience. <laughs> I believe that they did wow. have a definite plan. <laughs> so, wow. uh you know, I maybe I guess he respects that decisiveness. Hold on, let me see. Um, he just liked having plans. You know what I mean? It's like the it's like the like uh, choice between like, oh, what do you want to do for dinner? I don't know. What do you want to do versus, hey, right? We're having, That's very uh, frustrating. We're having soup tonight, and um, tomorrow night we're gonna have salads, and the night after that we're gonna go out for <laughs> Ethiopian, and the night after that we're gonna kind of see what's around. Probably do a little soup thing. Uh, and uh, and then Friday night is open. So uh, and I'm I'm not going to make your may I day. may I read from you, please please. Oliver. After quitting drugs in the wake of his overdose, he found a new friend, group of friends who were dedicated to sports, reading, and other strengthening pursuits. But were also <laughs> fascism. I used to hang out with anti-fascist guys, and they didn't give a shit about anything in their lives but partying. He says, but this new group encouraged Sheikalai, who was vulnerable, existentially lost, and searching for positive influence, to take control of his life through athletics and mental stimulation. 
I was not a Nazi and did not share their political views, he clarifies. He laughs in embarrassment at how absurd it was to jump from anti-fascist to fascist friend groups. Quote, I just liked that they were into sports, were smarter than my previous friends, and clearly saw goals in their life. All right. Well, they also have a tattoo of, of the black sun symbol. Okay. Oh, well, that's not good. And I, I, I was, was going to say – Germany. Pre- yeah, listen – I was going to say perhaps there's a community like a language thing going on or cultural differences or whatever, but the, you know, the, the, uh, the black sun is not, that's not one that has he's getting it covered up. When I was young, I made a lot of mistakes. I did a lot of stupid shit right now. Maybe I still make mistakes, but because I'm 30 years old, I have to be a fucking adult to take responsibility. Okay. Oh, you know what? Um, okay. August 23, she uh, caused controversy once again, when he waded into LGBTQ discourse on Instagram by repeating Uh-oh. an unproven right-wing talking point that children are being brainwashed into changing their gender. Hey buddy, you almost made it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's a hard one. That's a hard one to talk about. And particularly hard if, if, if uh, people can just say, Hey, remember when you were a Nazi? Every time you talk, right? No matter so, you could be like, you know, the, say the coolest thing. You're like, remember that time you had a black sun tattooed on you? Forever? Remember when you started hanging out with fascists because they like because they like sports, working out and made plans. You know, me and Bob you know, totally anti fascists and love sports. I'll talk basketball and baseball true. with you all day. True. That's true. That's true. Listen, I I, I don't know. I look, I don't know. I've I've never been to Russia except for the airport. I don't know what the I don't know what the realities on the ground there are. And I don't know how old this this gentleman was when he was making these decisions in life. I tend to I tend to reward uh, making good decisions, right? So like if you come if you right. had a fucked up life and now your life is not fucked up and and I I, I try not to hold your past against you, right? I think that uh, there's no there's no real utility in if this dude was doing all the right things. There's no utility in me jumping out and going Nazi, right? Correct. Uh, but, but, you know, I think, I think he should, he probably learned the lesson, the internet lesson that you got to have a very clean jacket to wade into any cultural shit because people pop out shit. It don't matter. They're just going to try to negate whatever the fuck you're saying by any means necessary. And if you have, <laughs> if you have like, Hey, I was a Nazi for about two years. <laughs> if you have that on your, your CV. <laughs> It's going to be really hard to get it off. They'll find your doc, your paperwork. And yeah, I mean, Pat, you should really just look up slaughter to prevail because the musicians wear all wear like Chrome um, rabbits masks. So check this out. He's dressed in full athleisure. So, all right. So if you want to look at slaughter to prevail, no mic needed. Alex terrible is a beast up in YouTube. Um, He wears, he's in basketball shorts. And a pair of run uh, like tracks like running sneakers, so he's part of the athleisure crew, mm. and the so rest of the band out. is wearing yeah, yeah like cartoon masks like they're like the it's eyes wide shut demon shit yeah. So uh, here's why I know that I don't I think this type of metal is uh, like soul denigrating. <laughs> I think this is fucking stupid, and I want nothing to do with it. But sure, but but uh, this dude jumped into the Ronnie Radke. Uh, stabbed uh thing yep. and uh he said that you got to fight him before you got to fight Ronnie Radke cuz he's the underboss and <laughs> because of this now this shit is is all over my feed yeah, this is so i actually watched, right, i watched this guy 
I watched this uh, footage, Tom. Check, well, please. Now check, please. Let's, let's go. We're done. We're done. Check. Yeah, Good night. More, more hardcore next week. <laughs>